0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly WFC. Um, this has been a really fun series to do in the middle of the summer, in the middle of this WFC, uh, you know, W League season. If you haven't been watching the YouTube videos for these, because I don't advertise that I actually do that, um, at least see the intro video. I think it's fun. Um, I try to keep the highlights from the season updated. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, you get to see Deba's goal. You get to see uh, Morgan White's goal if you didn't see that. And I think uh, the other goal scorer in there was Jasmine.
1: Yes, Jasmine Green.
0: Yeah, that's C. Okay. And by the way, voice you heard if you're not watching. is Kaylee Dressback. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Um, Let me tell you, I was confused because I thought 26 was cadence. And – yeah,
1: that's yes. a problem that we've seen like on Twitter and stuff after games. I have no idea who that is. She hasn't come to a practice or anything. So I guess she was on the roster, but ended up not coming. But yeah, so Jasmine's been wearing her number instead uh, for games. So pretty much if somebody's wearing that number, it's probably Jasmine.
0: Good to know. Um, I will fix that on my side it's <laughs> not a clue had no idea um hard,
1: yeah, especially because like this is all new so yeah our names aren't very well known yet
0: <laughs> this is true i mean also there's just so many people on the roster it, I it's like how do i know which face is which face there's like there's so many faces yes um, but look last time we talked we were hyping up the chattanooga match and then we were talking about the match that happened uh a little bit uh guess two days ago now yesterday whenever that day was that was i don't know it's been a blur um (laughs) look you guys ended up dropping 2 nil against chattanooga and then you guys decided well we want to get some kind of revenge and righted the wrong of the other 4-0 and made a 4-0 victory of yourself against the bantams of south carolina it's uh it's been a (laughs) i guess a flip-flop kind of week of like highs and just kind of like being bummed out what's kind of been the vibe in the locker room for you guys
1: well i think we just we went into the last game so against south carolina we went into the last game really wanting to get a win since it was our last game at protective Um, we wanted to do it for the fans and for ourselves because we honestly we were all embarrassed about the 4-0 loss to them at their place and so we really wanted to put it to them and kind of do the same exact thing and then we just happened to have the exact same score line just the other way around which was awesome um I mean we scored like three goals in the span of like 10 minutes in the second half which was (laughs) awesome and it made the game so much easier after that point because I could relax a little bit
0: yeah I mean well sorry go ahead
1: oh I was just saying that like we just really wanted to give it to him. And after Chattanooga, we really wanted to get a win.
0: Yeah. I mean that win against uh, South Carolina, I definitely want to really heavily emphasize this one because look, it first half, it was kind of all Legion, right? It was all three sparks. It was one way traffic. And, you know, everybody just kept coming so close, so close, so close, so mm-hmm. close. There was one moment. Uh, I think this was right before Nora uh, scored to open up the scoring. I think it was Izzy who just completely just broke this poor girl's ankles. Just mm-hmm. cut the ball back, and she was just laying there. And sh- should she have passed it? Maybe, but I would have shot too. I was like, "Yeah, have you're allowed to do whatever you want?" and after she did that i was like this is going to be one of those kind of games like there was just a confidence of of y'all throughout that entire match
1: yeah um we just we had a better game plan i think going into that game we because we've already played them so we had an idea and it helped that they were missing a few of their star players as well like They're really, I can't remember her name, but they're really small center forward that plays for South Carolina. She was amazing the first time we played them. She gave us lots of problems. She happened to not be there. So I think that also helped, but um, it's just everything was clicking. So, and you love games like that when everything starts going your way.
0: Yeah. And this was a match that, I mean, it was like you guys were constantly putting pressure on their keeper who, I mean, all things considered, actually had a pretty decent game. Uh, mm-hmm. Scoreline is an unfortunate thing for especially like back lines and keepers, right, where, yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple of moments and of something not going perfectly and suddenly the scoreline looks worse than the actual game was. Yeah. Um, and Norris – Sneaks one to the near post, and you could probably sit there and say, uh, keeper maybe should have had it, but also it was just a really well placed shot. I don't know what it was much very it well do. And then, second half, Jasmine gets a second half brace. Uh, Ashlyn, uh, get uh, Srepka gets on the score sheet as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's leading goal scorer at this point? Is it Ashlyn or Nora?
1: I think it's oh, wait, I think it's Nora. But Ashland is right. definitely only like one goal behind or something like that. I mean, She's they big. are
0: they're I mean they're both just kind of battling it out. Um, I think one of the coolest moments of the match was not really the goals scored and just that dominance. I think it was the 75th minute, uh, South Carolina gets a free kick and the new goalkeeper in net gets uh she has one of the craziest saves I've seen in a long time. Tips it onto the bottom half of the bar and then just somehow gets it cleared away. I mean, this is Maggie's first time in net starting. Obviously, she's been around for a little bit and, you know, getting the minutes and training a little bit and also warming up. You know, for her to come in and immediately get a clean sheet, like, how cool is that for, you know, the whole team?
1: Oh, that was awesome. That save was so amazing because, I mean, I saw – as soon as the girl took the shot, I was like, oh, it's going to be a goal. Like, that was so well hit. But Maggie just came flying out of nowhere. It was awesome. Like, I immediately gave her a fist bump after. I was like, that was so good. But she she had some really good saves in the second half, some really good diving saves. Um, and I was just really proud of her because I think it helped – keep us going to keep the momentum going in our favor Um, because some of those shots were really good and probably should have been goals but Maggie just denied them so it was awesome and I know that she came back from injury Um, I think I don't know if she tore ACL but she did something to her knee and like for her to do that in one of her first games back is crazy
0: so (laughs) this the whole day on Wednesday was kind of surreal in every sense. Uh, going immediately from a press conference with Dominique Wilkins to come out to see you guys. But we were all hiding because it was pouring raining. Yeah, <laughs> We were just trying to get away. And it was just off and on, stop, start. Um, there was something that i think a lot of people notice but don't really think about i don't think i've ever seen a surface so slick as protective i the fact that none of nobody just absolutely ate it just yeah (laughs) just wild can you kind of talk on that a little bit just trying to keep your footing
1: yeah it was honestly kind of difficult there are a few times like where you just go out in the full sprint and your first couple steps you like slip trying to get to your full sprint (laughs) And it made the ball skip so much more. So you knew, like, if the ball bounced, there was honestly no reading it. You just kind of had to hope that you got to <laughs> before it bounced. But it just, I mean, protective being on turf—that's already a fast surface—but it being that wet as well just made it even faster. So it just meant that the speed of play had to be even faster. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, which does help you guys. I think y'all might be one of the faster teams I've seen in you know the W League this year. I mean, the pace, especially just throughout the wing areas, is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yes. Um, I you know something we never really talked about, and I've never really thought about asking, with just like training and stuff like that. It's fast, and as these games come, where you know you have a game on you know Wednesday you have a game on Saturday you have a game on Monday like this mm. is kind of what happens at, a lot how does a training happen and also when you're going against that pace as a center back like what are you trying to do are you trying to play ball or are you just trying to get ahead of it as much as possible concede a little ground or say I'm going to get an offside trap and just hope
1: <laughs> honestly it just depends um at practice, we try all sorts of things, especially because at practice we have so so many people, and you can mix and match like all these different matchups, and have like I can have a completely different backline from the game the other day, or like I have Logan at center back, I had Kirsten at the beginning of the season, I have Momo sometimes, I have Caitlin. Like we have so many combinations we can do in the back, so it really just depends on what we're comfortable with as like a duo center back duo. And then what our strengths of our outside backs are. So, I mean, defensively we try to keep it tight. And if a team is constantly trying to play it over, then we'll probably start doing the offside trap because at that point you don't want to keep running if they just, keep <laughs> doing that. um, so it really just depends on the matchup, honestly, but I, I, I typically drop off a little bit more and then step forward to it. Cause I'd rather step forward than have to run backwards. Um, but it doesn't always work that way. So sometimes we do the offside trap. Some, it just depends, honestly.
0: Um, speaking of Logan, is she okay?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, she was at practice the other day. I don't know if she's playing in any more games though, because I know that, uh, she's probably having world cup stuff coming up for Jamaica. So it's a big deal. <laughs> it's
0: sort of a big deal. And okay. This is one thing I don't think people fully realize about the W league that we talked about the first episode, right? Was how much talent there just is just kind of lying around places. Yeah. Like yeah. the W league is not semi necessarily just semi pro people. And we talked about this too, just the level of college, if you're mm. playing D1, D, heck, D2, heck, D D3, Juco, whatever, you, people are looking at you for not just professional, but like national team stuff. And just <laughs> for her to be yeah. here in our backyard is really cool.
1: It is so cool.
0: Um, But Logan, if, if people didn't realize, at the end of the Chattanooga game, she takes a rocket just straight oh to God. the head. Yeah. And we all... <laughs> I thought she, I I didn't know. I was so worried about her. And she pops straight back up and like, she looks at the ref and is like, I'm fine. And the ref's like, no, you're not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She had a nosebleed and everything, but she said at practice the next day that uh, her jaw was hurting a little bit. So she definitely was feeling the repercussions of that, but I think she's okay now.
0: I would. I in this may. I don't know what this says about me, but I would have been. I'm still laying there if that was me. I'm <laughs> not getting up. I. It's, what a. She impresses me every time I watch her. She is. She's incredible. She is. Um. Let's talk a little bit about that Chattanooga loss. Unfortunately, it was a closer match, right? And it was there was. I think from what I could tell, it was there was a clear thing of we are not going to be out physical today. We are not. We will not allow you to do that. Yeah. Um. And this was one of those matches. I mean, it was so dang hot. It was, <laughs> and it was, it, it was just kind of one of those matches where it felt like both teams were really just in it the whole time. But it was one of those that whoever scored first was going to win. Yeah, it, I agree with that. I mean, there was a moment, I think within the first five minutes, where you guys had a really good scoring opportunity, but uh, their keeper just made a pretty nice save on it. Mm-hmm. And from there, it was like, okay, this is a different Three Sparks team. Like, this is a different kind of vibe to the game. And then yeah. the first goal they got, I mean, it was just, it was a banger. Uh, there's not. It
1: really was. It really uh, was.
0: <laughs> when you see, I mean, we kind of talked about this with Mac, right? With whenever you see a banger like this score, and I talked about this with Trevor Spangenberg, the uh, one of the keepers with Legion, uh, the men's teams as well, is when you have a banger like that scored on you, like, do you just kind of sit there and say, oh, well, you know, like that is what it is. She hit it by as well as she could. And like Trevor had said like, no, because I've made that save in practice. And I've heard Matt kind of reiterate similar things. Yeah. But for you as a defender, like there's no reason for you to take that space. Like there really isn't, you don't want to leave your ground. So why would she take the shot? And then she Mm -hmm. did. Is it is it feel hopeless whenever you're just kind of watching it go?
1: Yeah. I mean, normally if it's like that good of a shot, then I'll like tip the hat to him. But I always feel like there's something like a goal like that. There's always something that you feel like you could have done better to prevent it from even getting to that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean, as much as you appreciate good soccer and a good shot like that, you never want it to happen against you. So, Yeah.
0: Um, and then from there, it, it kind of sucks, but you guys were under duress the whole game.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: from there, it just felt like their midfield was fully controlling the midfield, and you guys were kind of on the back foot the whole time. And all things considered, too, nil, considering the pressure that you and the whole back line was under, I mean, way to just kind of keep together. Obviously you want to win and it's not yeah. like, oh, good job on the loss. No one wants to hear that, but also <laughs> yeah. it could have been a lot worse on a different day or even a different team.
1: Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. Um, I really think that the integrity of the back line did really well considering the loss. <laughs> um, we, I think we just, as the season's gone on, we've just gotten more comfortable with each other, which – makes it a lot easier with communication and you understand each playing style of each player so it helps um the further along the season has gotten
0: so i mean that was what it was right and Mm -hmm. that match kind of ended i think the way that I think from Outsider's point of view, it's like, oh, well, you know, Chattanooga's at, on the top. They're playing really well. And this is kind of what was, quote, unquote, supposed to happen. I mean, if you watch the match, I mean, it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing I kind of wanted to ask you about, though, about this match was there were some mental, like, just tackles and challenges being put in that were just uncalled Yeah, that I was re- – I I thought someone was going to get hurt. I didn't think it was going to be Logan taking a shot to the (laughs) face. I thought it was going to be like a broken leg with some of the stuff that they were letting go. Yeah, You're sitting there watching this all happen and you're in the middle of it. A, is it one of those things of okay, I know what I'm allowed to do, but also is it like a little bit of, oh God, what's going to happen to me?
1: (laughs) It's definitely a mix of both. (laughs) um the ref was definitely letting us play which most of the time i appreciate that but when it gets to be that physical in a game like that where it's kind of close it it makes me a little nervous sometimes especially because this is summer league like yeah this isn't a place that you want to get into a tackle that you break a bone because of or tear something because of so it definitely does make me nervous like just a little bit, <laughs> but um, I do embrace the physicality most of the time, just because I that's how I like to play. So
0: <laughs> fair enough. It's one of those things, I guess. Uh, I know a lot of people talk about it, like I just want to get hit one good time or get one good one in. And I feel like I'm mm-hmm. in the game. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel like you get one good tackle and you're like, all right, we're in.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's literally that's like what we say at the beginning. We're like, all right, first tackle. Like we're gonna be, we're gonna set the tone. We're gonna win our first tackle. So
0: love that let's talk about these next two matches we have coming up like you said we are no more matches at protective it's all gonna be at spain park which Mm a lot cooler um not gonna be uh 330 kickoffs um on grass smaller pitch we talked about that last time too Mm -hmm. you're going up against tennessee which i believe you guys drew against one one the last time y'all played and But before that, this Saturday is North Alabama in, I guess, like a heart of Dixie Derby, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's the first like real competitive match between two teams in Alabama that I can think of, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of an exciting one. I don't want to, again, I guess, for people who are Alabama football fans, I want to do the whole like rat poison thing, right? (laughs) But North Alabama hasn't been great this year. And you guys have been really good. Some weird losses here and there, but overall, just really good team. What's the mentality of y'all? Is it like, hey, we know this team isn't as good as the team we just played? Is it like, uh, let's score as much as we can, get as many goals as possible, be ruthless? Like, is this, what's the mentality like?
1: Um, Honestly, I think our mentality is the same as every other game because you never want to under or overestimate an opponent because that's when they come and get you, honestly. So I think we're going into the game with the same mentality as the other games, but in this one, we know that we have the opportunity to do really well. So it's just if we can execute that because I would love to have another game where we score a bunch of goals. That makes it very nice for the defense.
0: (laughs) i mean absolutely i mean this is the first weekend game i think at spain park i i think remember that right um
1: when we played ssa if i'm being honest
0: i I, it it was sometime but i mean this is um this is a fun time because i think that one was midweek and the stands were full Mm -hmm. right so this is a weekend game at night and This is a chance for a lot of people to come and see y'all. Hopefully more people than before, especially since it's so close, they'll probably have a few people there in attendance as well. Yes. If this is a big crowd, if this is what I think it should be and will continue to be like, I guess, what do you want to see from fans or like, what kind of show are you wanting to put on for the fans? I suppose.
1: I mean, we obviously want to win for the fans, uh, but I think it would be awesome for us to score some pretty goals to make it even more entertaining. Um, It's just exciting knowing that we have the chance to uh, play in front of a big home crowd because last time was such a nice crowd and they were cheering the whole time. There was a bunch of little kids um, and they were asking for our pictures after and autographs and it was so cute. Um, so it's exciting because I already know like a few people have told me that they're coming. So it's exciting.
0: Um, I've wanted to ask about that a little bit of, you know, in Birmingham anyway, there's you guys and there's FC Birmingham, but there's not a lot of high level women's soccer in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Right. So to little kids and even high schoolers and up, you guys are the cream of the crop for Birmingham and women's soccer in Birmingham what does that I guess mean to you specifically
1: well I just want to be a role model for those kids um I, I think it's really cool that they have us to look up to because when I was younger I honestly don't know if we had a college group of college girls that played I'm sure they had WPSL but it wasn't um advertised very much um so to be able to have, like, a bunch of little girls come up to us asking for our autographs, asking for pictures, like, it's just really cool to be an inspiration to those girls, be like, we were in your shoes, like, maybe 10 years ago, if you keep up what you're doing, like, you can be, th- like, you can do this, you can be a part of this team when you're older, um, It's really cool. Like we worked um, Legion had a camp this past week and some of us worked the whole camp and then we had practice right after. So the whole team was out there anyway. And we got to introduce ourselves to, I mean, there was hundreds of kids. There were so many little kids and like all their parents were there. And then we were just in a huge line, signing autographs, taking pictures. Like I signed a kid's arm, which I'm sure their parents <laughs> were very happy about when they got home. But we were signing soccer balls, jerseys. Uh, we had these little Legion printouts that we were signing and they were asking for all these pictures. So it's just really cool to know that you have this community that's supporting you.
0: Um, I guess, I mean, obviously you're very successful at high school. You're at a really good university now. Is the response similar or is this kind of a different beast?
1: Um, I just, I think it's a little different um, because this is almost like representing my hometown, and I don't get to do that when I'm in college because right. Houston's just so far away. <laughs> but it, I think it's different because people are excited to see a bunch of different backgrounds, a bunch of different girls from different places, um, but mostly like Birmingham. So it's like getting a hometown team, which I just think is a really cool experience.
0: I guess, uh, you know, you talking about this being the hometown. It's just about everybody. Not everyone, but just about everybody is from the Birmingham area Mm -hmm. Um, and having the ability to do the hometown team because it was before Alabama FC, right? Mm -hmm. That was and it's kind of cool to be like, oh, Alabama FC, that's fun. But this is I think the first time you guys have specifically except for like BUSA has something that says Birmingham Mm -hmm. on it. Does that feel different?
1: Yeah, it it just feels more like home, like you're you're really competing for your home. So
0: love. I love that. Um, let's move on to the next match that um, hopefully we've already alluded to it, which is Tennessee. I see. Yes. And I think that is a Wednesday match. Um, another uh, evening match down at Spain park. And this is a team and this is a match that you guys, like I said, drew against one, one before um, I think goal score was Nora again in that one and that was a really close match it was it it was on the brink and i know talking to you guys you felt like you really should have come away with all three points now you're coming back home you know what should fans be expecting for in this matchup
1: uh they should be expecting a very competitive matchup they um recently have been doing really well um like They moved past us in the tables. I don't know if we came back since we just won. I haven't checked. But I know that last week when they played Chattanooga, they beat them. So uh, they have some really strong attack, and I think it will be a very competitive match. I'm hoping that will come out on the winning side, but it will at least be entertaining.
0: I mean, what about them is so competitive? I mean, it can be as simple as what we always hear um, whenever you watch soccer matches. You win the midfield, you win the match, right? But what about it is so – what makes it so competitive?
1: Um, They have a lot of speed. They are physical, and they know how to expose the flanks and use that to get crosses and finishes. They have really good finishes off crosses. Um, They're outside wingers. They are extremely fast and technical. So they have both, which makes it a lot more difficult to defend. Um, I know that that gave us problems last game. So um, I'm sure that we'll have a game plan for that. But um, yeah, they definitely gave us a lot of problems. Um, they are so fast. So it, it'll be entertaining, though, because I think it'll be a good matchup, especially being home. We'll have a lot of people still here to um, put a good roster on the field as well.
0: Um, just in case you're curious, uh, Tennessee is they are ahead on goal difference alone. That's uh-huh. it. So, hey, this is a time to to jump them. And, you know, like we said, with this North Alabama match, score goals, play pretty football. You go ahead of them anyway. So this is a battle to finish second. And also, I mean, there is still the wild card, you know, opportunity to get into the playoffs. That is still well on the table. Um, it, It seems like at this point, the division is a little bit out of reach. But with the wild card still right there. How is it make it, does it make it a lot easier to just show up to training and show up to the matches knowing that you're still playing for something?
1: Yes, it does. Um, obviously like it would be great for us to make playoffs and we would love to, um, But at the same time, that's further down in the summer, and a bunch of us are going to be back at our respective schools. Like, I don't even think I will be at the last game because I'll have to be back for workouts for my school. So as much as we want to play for it, I don't know how many people (laughs) are going to be home to play for it. So if we do make it, though, I'm sure a lot of people will find – a way to come back. Like, I will definitely try to come back if we make it. But um, yeah, so it's, it's hard because summer league, you want to win, you want to do as well as you can. But at the same time, you want to get back to your school to help out there.
0: Explain that uh, relationship a little bit, because some universities have different kind of policies and different feels on things, right? Where yeah. they want to submit their thing. They want them to have their system. They want to have you around from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Others feel like, hey, you doing this off-season training, you're getting a lot of really good experience against really good players. And with really good players, you can bring back more insight and mm-hmm. you're going to develop more away than you will here What is that relationship like? I mean, specifically for you, but also what you hear from the other girls.
1: Um, For me and my coach really wants us to play in a summer league. And he always asks, like, is it competitive? Are you actually getting better? Or is it just to get touches and fitness? Well, I told him, I was like, Riley Manningley Parker was on my team last year and he was like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> y'all are competitive. <laughs> so um, he, my coach, really wants us to play in summer leagues because that's it's valuable to not only keep your touch, but to keep your fitness, um, getting game experience, just all of the above, doing that stuff. And then once our summer leagues typically the summer league ends towards the end of June. And then in July we go back and we have workouts every day, um, just to get ready for preseason. But that's how my coach likes it. And I think for the most part, a bunch of the girls that are on the Legion team are the same way. Like their coaches really want them to play in these games to get touches, especially the younger girls, because they're getting thrown in to the deep end basically like you are getting thrown in and you have to be able to swim. You have to be able to keep up and play at this speed of play. Cause it's much quicker than it was, especially coming out of high school season. Um, these girls are seeing everything that has to do with college soccer, just the speed of play, the physicality, all of that. It It's really hard to jump in like that, but this is, this is where it happens. This is how coaches want you to get that experience.
0: You know, you're—it's kind of bizarre, right? Because you're going into—I was it your junior year yes. at mm-hmm. Houston, and it, this is the way the summer leagues work generally, anyway. But you know, you're one of the older people on this, you know, team uh, at Legion, right? There's a lot yes, of high schoolers, a lot of incoming freshmen, a lot of incoming s- high school seniors, mm-hmm. right? whenever you have someone like, for example, Nora, right. Going into mm-hmm. her freshman year at Furman and Maddie also going into her first year at Furman and other people going elsewhere. Right. Yes. That is there just sometimes where maybe not them specifically, but just someone like that where you're like, Hey, this is what it's like at college or this is not what it's like, or this kind of physicality, this goes, this doesn't go. And it's like Roy really preparing them and saying, this was hard a day this is every day in a couple months
1: mm-hmm. like i try to emulate what i do in a game in practice and um we try to have like higher intensity practices and that's what i try to tell the younger girls i'm like this is what it's like every single day you have to be able to do this day in and day out Your body's going to be hurting. You're putting everything on the line every day in practice. And then you're already going to be tired going into games. And coaches expect you to play even better in games. So you just – it's something that you have to get used to. Um, It's definitely not for everyone. It's not easy by any means. So that's what I try to prepare them for because you don't want to glorify everything because it is hard, but it's so rewarding so that is the best part about it. You get to work hard and it gets seen on the field and that's what you do it for.
0: Um, I guess last couple of things before, before we uh, let you go and we, you know, th- by the way, thank you for hopping on once again. Of <laughs> um, I guess this end of the season you're talking about, you know, people are going to have to leave like people. That's just kind of how these things work. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're also having to deal with, I mean, not just, I mean, there's people getting real looks at national team stuff and Mm -hmm. there's people getting real looks and not even just that, but like also the, the U twenties were going around and people are getting real looks at that as well. You're having to deal with a lot of ins and outs, people coming and people going understanding who's going to be beside you when maybe you haven't played a game situation with them. You've played with them in practice. You play, you've done training with them, but not the game situation. Mm-hmm. What's, what is that like? Is it communicating more than normal? Is it over explaining mm-hmm. on the field or is it like, I'm just going to play my game and we'll figure it out.
1: Um, it, I think I tend to communicate a lot more if it's somebody that I'm not as I wouldn't say uncomfortable with, but just somebody that I haven't gotten that experience with. Um, like with Logan and I, we don't have any problems because we've played together for such a long time. But if someone else comes in, then I definitely tend to communicate extra just to where we both feel comfortable with each other and we understand what we're trying to do. Um, Yeah, sometimes it leads to over-explaining things. But for the most part, we all kind of play the same way as center backs, So it's not really a big deal most of the time. So it's just defend and do your best, basically.
0: Do your job.
1: (laughs) Seriously. I mean, it's so much individual defending at the same time. Like, yeah, we're a group. But if you win your individual battles, then there's really nothing to worry about
0: fair enough well i think that's really the last thing i had um so for people who are coming out maybe for the first time to see you guys this upcoming saturday against north alabama um what do you have to say to them uh just to kind of get them i guess hyped up and ready to go and i guess just general messages for the fans who've been listening along
1: yeah um I mean, we want as many fans as possible, obviously. And it's going to be an exciting game with a lot of opportunities. So hopefully, we put up a good score line. Um, we're just excited to have a home crowd. So, whoever can make it, that would be awesome. And to the people that always listen to this, I really appreciate that because this is fun. I have a good time doing this. So,
0: lovely, lovely. All right. Well, if people want to know where to find you on socials, where they can, where can they do that?
1: Um, Kaylee D 23 is my Instagram and K E D back three is my Twitter. I know it's confusing. They're different. Numbers, <laughs> but I used to be number three in high school.
0: So <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's fine. You, you kept the two, three. It's just one extra number. We can do yeah.
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for hopping on Kaylee once again. And I guess uh, talk to you next week. Yeah and for everybody listening thank you so much again until next time guys keep hammering on